What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Today, I'm bringing in a very, very good friend, Brandon Pierpont. Uh, Brandon and I had an opportunity to connect at the PCA Expo. He was one of the speakers there. Him and I hit it off. I went to his training uh, when I was there. Blew me away. The guy is an encyclopedia for marketing. Uh, he understands what I uh, lay down in terms of customer journey, right? Customer journey is so, so important. It's not so much about uh, people not wanting to pay your price. It's about people not having enough data, not having enough evidence, not having built enough trust to justify paying that price. And that's what Brandon and I talk about today. Uh, Brandon drops a uh, little gem at the end about getting you involved in uh, in some of his endeavors. So make sure you stick around for that. Uh, this this uh, Contract Secrets Podcast starts right now. Get your notepad out. Listen to it twice. Take some of these principles down. Utilize them in your business. It's going to work. Thanks, guys, for listening. It starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, we're live, man. Let me pin this up top. I got Brandon here, Painter Marketing Pros. Um, let's get started, man. You know, we have limited time here. We're dealing with contractors. They don't want the hula. All right. But I do want to hear a little bit about who you are, uh, what you do, and then we're going to get into uh, extracting some of your secrets. Oh, and, Lord. Uh, we're going to get we're going to get pretty, uh, pretty deep here. So tell us a little about who you are, man, and what it is that you do. Yep. So I am Brandon, founder and owner of Painter Marketing Pros, and we make painting contractors the premium painting option in their service area. So you can close more deals. Uh, we really specialize in residential repaint, so you can close at a high percentage for high profit margins. I love the synopsis, but let's go a little bit deeper because when uh -oh. people hear marketing, Brandon, all right, usually they run away. You said this in your talk at the PCA Expo. Yeah. Uh, Brandon was one of the speakers there. And, uh, you know, you know that I think you use this term, dirty marketer. Um, when you Nick, get Nick used it for me, Nick Slavic, <laughs> Nick Slavic okay. dubbed it for yeah. me at the winter retreat. Yeah. And then I dirty have taken ownership. Of All right. So, but the fact that I'm even bringing you here is a filtering out process and you are not a dirty marketer. You're a good guy. And I think that one Appreciate thing I want that. you to help me on help, help the, the, the world of contractors understand here is, uh, you know, that marketing is more of a necessity than a commodity. And I want you to help help me understand why marketing is important from your mile high perspective at any stage in business, whether it's in the beginning or it's in the middle or it's if it's in the higher end of you know multiple crews and things like that. Why hire a marketer to to do what they believe they can do through word of mouth or you know those uh those limiting beliefs sure. in my opinion? Sure. Yeah. So there are a couple of reasons you can grow through word of mouth. You're just going to grow more slowly, right? Word of mouth referrals. It, it's not scalable. Uh, especially the way most people treat it, which is passively. There's a way to play that actively uh, that most right. people don't play it, but you can only grow so fast. So if you're wanting to grow faster than that, if you're wanting to actually get what we call cold traffic or people who don't already know you or you didn't already paint the friends or, or family right. member's house, uh, you, they need to know you, right? They need right. to read just like any, anyone, any, any other business right. in any other industry, right? Um, ultimately, 
uh, it's about getting known. And it's about differentiating. If you go the, the route of let's just buy leads through Angie or, or, you know, let's just see what we can get through HomeAdvisor or Yelp or whatever, uh, then you're a commodity. And if you're a commodity, then the lowest price wins. And if the lowest price wins, then the reality is only the homeowner wins, except even the homeowner doesn't win because then you're forced to cut corners and they get a, a crap project. So actually nobody wins. So marketing helps with perception. It, it helps with perception and it helps with letting people know who you are and what you do, right? Like for painter marketing pros, we market our process. We market what makes us different. We market how we, we focus exclusively with painting contractors and why that's important. Not just that we do it, but why does it actually matter? How do you help contractors convey that same message style to their customers? I mean, it's like, all right, well, yeah, of course we paint houses, Brandon, duh. Like, how do you make it to where, you know, uh, a random person goes to that customer that's a customer of your contractor that's a customer of yours and can instantly identify what they do, who they serve, and why they're not a commodity, why they're different? Yep. Yeah. So it's really, I view it as a two-step process. One, get the right person through the door the right homeowner through the door, someone who's focused on value, or at least willing to focus on value. And number two, give them a reason to value more highly, value you more highly, aka pay you more money, right? So get the right person through the door and give them a reason to pay you more money. Uh, the way you get the right person through the door is through effective marketing, not getting leads through things like HomeAdvisor, Angie, but actually getting leads organically through Google, uh, doing effective keyword research mapping. So you know what's being researched, where targeting the pages, getting into the, all the technical behind it, but actually getting that high intent traffic. So people who have sort of cash in hand, so to speak, buyers, people ready to make a purchasing purchasing decision. And then when you come through, they're still almost all going to get at least one additional estimate because they feel irresponsible not getting it. So you have to then differentiate and oftentimes they'll get two. So you need to show them who you are. And we do that with actually a very similar process to what Drip Jobs does is we do a pre-sale um, where we drip different, not only appointment reminders, but we actually have customized videos. So we'll custom tailor videos okay. for each of our clients and then drip it prior to the estimate. So when you walk through the door, you're not company X, and then there's company Y and company Z and the homeowners, well, you know, company Z will do it for a thousand dollars less. No, you're John's house painting and they know, hey, this is your process. This is what happens. Thanks so much for the opportunity to provide an estimate. I want to let you know what you can expect next. So they know, like, and trust you. And then there's company Y and company Z and, and Chuck in a truck slides up and he tries to, to undercut you by a thousand dollars, but they're already spending six, seven, eight thousand dollars. So being undercut by a thousand dollars from someone they don't really know they haven't really learned anything about their company versus just paying you the extra money and you have the, the maybe the guarantee maybe you do you know what a lot of guys like to do I, i'm a big proponent the free interior touch-ups for life it's a, obviously a good sales process uh to get back into their house you do all these uh, offer a workmanship warranty and you you create a shortened link and you send it to them and so they actually can look up your workmanship warranty and actually see it can actually know you stand behind the quality of your work and then the other guy who comes in and even if his estimate looks professional hasn't already uh been in your mind already kind of created a presence for himself in your mind it's going to be a much harder sale for him you're touching that customer multiple times in value-added ways so what you're talking about is the customer journey and for those of you that weren't uh at uh, uh brandon's um seminar uh it was really about the customer journey i'm literally i live the customer journey that's you what do, I do what you do it's I, what your job I, is i am man. the customer journey okay? all i do every day is think about how i can make the customer go to disneyland and yep. some of us are not letting our customers go to Disneyland. In other words, they're going to wild splash waters that closed down in 1989. Mm. Uh, you know, there's so many questions that every customer has, right? And I think if we reverse engineer the buying process, which is something that I spent a lot of time trying to do because I'm a buyer, I'm a good customer, right? And I think if you're a marketer, you have to be, right? And 
when you buy something, whether it be for something for your own home or something in general, you you think about like, okay, well, if it, how am I receiving this experience, right? And I think the the way it's done is so outdated. And then add that on top of complete mistrust and so many questions. Remember, it's kind of like buying a house in a sense that like, dude, you only do this three or four times in your lifetime, hiring a professional contractor to come in. And what, what, what we kind of do is we get so comfortable with these numbers that we sell jobs for 4,000, 8,000, 12,000. Like it's just, you know, it just comes in boom, boom, boom. But for some of these homeowners, that is the largest, largest expense that they're going to do in one to three years in some cases, right. Is, yeah. is this, is this job, right? So it's like, you got to put yourself in the shoes of these individuals as a company, as a business owner and say, Hmm, off the bat, I understand why they don't trust me. Off the bat, I understand why they're confused. Off the bat, I understand why they go with a lower quote and I'm not offended. I just need to do a better job of conveying, number one, why they can trust me, educating to help them understand the process a little more. And then when it comes to those two things, that by default should help them question the lower quote and, and dive into a little more deeper. And I think that is what you are attempting to do as a marketer is kind of be that person to slide in, audit the processes and implement things that accomplish that goal. Is that correct? Yeah, no, hundred percent. That, that's a great way of putting it. So yeah, we're, we're essentially, our goal is to make it unfair for your competitors. And, and as rough as that may sound, we want to make it unfair. When you go provide an estimate, it's, it's really not fair to the other um, painting company owners that are doing it. And if you think about it from a logical perspective, Although I'm not going to get too philosophical or, or psychological here, because actually um, our purchase decisions are largely irrational as human beings. But when you think about it logically, if you don't give people a reason to value you highly, then of course they're going to choose the lowest price. Why wouldn't they? There's no logical reason unless you just think you're yeah. so you're so dazzling. There's no lie. That's actually psychotic. Actually, it would be psychotic, right? Oh well, I'm going to pay you more money, even though I don't know why just I'm going to pay you. More Let money. me just waste this extra thousand dollars. And some of us say. Why yeah. would you go with that company that's only $1,000 less? Remember, having empathy and understanding that, remember, this is a big expense for some. $1,000 is a lot of money. Is a lot well, of money. And for, even for the wealthy homeowners, uh, yeah. you know, we, I think there's this misconception that if they live in a really nice house, well, then it doesn't matter. Some of them are smarter with money. They're smarter. <laughs> they're they, smarter they, with they, money. They, they really want to know what know value the they're getting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Now, in terms of value, I'm big on that, right? I believe yeah. that the focus should not be an equal exchange. And I think that the customer expects that, right? The mm -hmm. customer expects whenever they make a purchase, there should be an equal exchange there. They agree to the purchase because they believe that the value of which that they're receiving in return for the dollar is equal. Okay. Yeah. That is the exchange. That is what gets people to say yes. So the focus of a contractor should be tailoring the process of sales in a way that's customized to the specific homeowner. So they feel as though that the value is one notch greater. And at that point in time, you're going to start seeing that it's so much easier to sell. And what I teach is, is I believe that every buyer purchases differently. Every person has a different why behind why they buy. So maybe you can hit on that in your experience of like, you know, some of the whys behind why people buy what you've seen and how you, how you tie marketing and the emotional aspect of marketing to that. I'm, I'm interested to hear yeah, what, what you've done. I absolutely love that. So I say, I would say you're either a zero or a hero with 
when you hire a painting company, right? And and people people are more afraid. It's it's a fact. Um, people are more afraid oftentimes to public speak than they are of of dying, right? And so why are we so afraid of speaking in public? We're so afraid of speaking in public because we have sensitive, delicate egos. Because our egos are are of critical importance to us. Um, we care a lot about what other people think and whether they might think poorly of us. When you hire a painting company, that is a risky, risky proposition for people because they're going to come into your house and everything that they do is going to be oh so evident to everyone who comes into the into that person's house afterwards. So if they hire somebody who did a, a shoddy job, maybe maybe didn't help them with color matching, it looks terrible, the, the paint was low quality, whatever they did to screw up the job. Now, when their in-laws come in, when their family members, when their friends, when their neighbors go to their house, have a dinner party, it's, oh, I see you, you did something with the house. Okay, great, right? Zero, feels terrible. They're humiliated. When you hire someone who absolutely knocks it out of the park, maybe did free color consultation or, or they weren't thinking about things quite the right way and, and actually made sure that they, they had the right paint and color and everything else and, and you left the home better than when you came into it. And then their in-laws, in-laws I think is the easiest way to think about it, but really anybody came in, oh wow, what, you guys remodeled? I love what you did with that. Now they're a hero, right? So the, the disparity is huge. You have a plumber come in, most likely you're not gonna get you know, a burst pipe while someone's at the dinner party. You, you have an electrician come in, most likely the house isn't gonna light on fire, right? That stuff's behind the scenes. So you might get screwed by those people and oftentimes people have and painting contractors, Nothing super special about you. Not in the eyes of the homeowner. You're all contractors. You're all distrusted. Anybody screwed them, everybody screwed them, right? So now when you go in, the difference with you is that your work is right there on the wall. Your work is everywhere. And people are And I think it's even further in that if you think about the exterior side of painting contractors. Anyone driving by. Anyone, anyone driving by, by, which is even worse because yep. ultimately, you know, that is the neighbors, right? That is, you know, and, yep. and you know, the nosy neighbors. But I, but the thing is, is like I will never, I will never pitch that in a sense. Well, you don't want us, you don't want to have a contractor come in and get overspray on your, uh, on sure. your roof if you hire someone else. Never do it that way. But I say, hey, For one sure. thing we're gonna do is we're gonna make sure that there's no overspray on your roof by ensuring that you know we use shields and the appropriate equipment and skill set to ensure that that doesn't happen. So God forbid anyone drives by, that'll definitely leave a mark. So in other words. I never use it in a way that I'm I'm going to create fear, but I just want sure. to create awareness in my customers. Awareness. Sure. And that's because I know they haven't been through this process and they don't know what the outcome will be. And in most cases, it happens where it'll be too late. Yeah. Right? It'll be too late. And well, and it's hard because it's not and – I, and I liken it to this, and I'm sure you'll appreciate this. I used to sell cars. So they would be able to sit in the car feel it out, see what the end result is going to be like. All they got to do is make a buying decision with, with painting. There's a long wait to see what you're going to get. Right. Yeah. That's where the, the portfolio, the reviews, the social proof that you it know, all matters. You kind of, it, it's all, that's your, your pre-sell. That's you getting them comfortable, even though they can't see the car, they can't sit in the car. They can't see the paint job, getting comfortable that you're going to, you're going to handle it. And so part of what we do is that's where these customized videos come into play. That's where, um, hey, I'm the owner. I, I, I personally oversee every project. And I want to let you know what's going to happen if you're dissatisfied or what's going to happen if you, if, if, if you want something changed. Here's what's going to happen. So now all of a sudden they know if there's a problem, you are going to fix it, right? That's the big fear of contractors is, oh, well, you know, you, you paid $10,000, $8,000. You didn't like it. Oh, well. And, and no one's really, the buck's not really going to stop with anyone. 
So if you can kind of make sure people know if well, something happens, what what's I like the process? That. I like that. And I think if you have the appropriate customer journey in place prior to even that conversation coming up subconsciously, yep. you're as the customer, you're going to know that at the very least, these people communicate. Yep. At the very least, worst case scenario, if something does go wrong, up until this point, I have no reason to believe that they won't communicate effectively effectively with me because when I initially put in that request, I got a text message. When I when they booked my appointment, I got a text message and an email. When I had a question about changing the time of that appointment, someone got back to me right away. When they came here, they called a couple minutes beforehand and told me that they were running a little late and asked if I wanted a coffee. You know, and it's like I, I could yeah. clearly tell, even without having that conversation, that this company is going to be trustworthy. On the flip side, though. Again, going back to the customer journey, one thing that you and I are both passionate about is automated processes, right? Because we know that a majority of our customers, which are contractors doing under, you know, well, for me, it's usually the majority of contractors are doing under a million dollars, so many hats, right? And even though that their value system is in the right place, their business system is not, right? In other words, they value communication and they know that their customers value it, but they seem to fall short on the side of understanding what the customer's going through, that customer journey, right? Yeah, what are some ways that, that, that they can improve that? Well, I think a big point about it too is what you brought up about, we get kind of numb to these dollar figures, you know, the 4,000, 8,000, 12,000. For yeah. us, it's just another day. It's another quote. It's another right. estimate. They'll, they'll right. close or they won't close or whatever. Right. Uh, for them, it's a lot more than that. You know, it's, it's a really big deal. And I think you nailed it uh, on the head. If you kind of kind of set up these systems and and use something like drip jobs where you actually set it up and, and it's already running, then it makes your life so much easier. Not only does it make your life easier, not only are you not dropping balls because you will be, no matter how good you think you are at following up, the average customer needs to be touched five to seven times before they make a purchase decision. So you think about that for a second. How many times are you touching them? You touch them once when probably whenever they, they make the estimate. Maybe you touch them again before you go give the estimate. Then you give the estimate. Now you've only touched them three times. So you need to keep touching them and communicating with them. And, and I view it as kind of the all state, you know, you're in good hands, right? You want them to feel like they are in good hand. You are carrying them across this journey and there's nothing that they need to worry about. It's a momentum ladder, right? Like, and I think that there's a scorecard that's happening behind the scenes with every customer, right? And that score, and usually most people, when they make a decision to reach out to a company through by way of your marketing, which is designed to build trust, get people to act, People aren't stupid. They make some sort of mental assessment like, wow, this was a really good ad. I could tell this is a professional company. That is your job in a, in a yep. nutshell. It's like your job is to make people say, hey, that's a really good ad. I could tell this is a professional company. If you can get every person that sees your ad to say that, then you've done a great job as a marketer. From there, though, that's when we transition to the contractor's responsibility. From there... And, and of course, you can put systems in place to do something along those lines to help with that. Of course, drip jobs is literally, that's like our- What you guys are. do. Like literally, yeah. right? It's like what happens after that happens? Because mm -hmm. essentially, if you look at it, the customer is at 100% trust when they put in their information, when they click the button, dude, that ultimate button, like, holy crap, what did I just do? Brandon put out an awesome- ad that emotionally charged me. I yep. saw what my kitchen cabinets would look like and I hate looking. Yeah. Right. And then, well, what happened? There was this thing that happened from better be, better be speedy response. that, that time period that I hit the button, Brandon, and then I didn't hear back from the company until the next day.
Oh, I call him the next day, or I'll, I'll try to call him at lunch. Yeah, I'll call him at lunch. No, there's no calling no, him at lunch, God, buddy. No. <laughs> no, there's no. no, there's no you're lunch. You're just taking your money and you're just throwing yeah. it into so a trash cup, can. If the customer's buying motivation was at 100, their trust was at 100, and their excitement was at 100, guess where it is now after lunch when you had the convenience to reach out to them? 70, 70, 70, right? And then you try to call, they don't answer, and then you you yell at Brandon because he didn't, he, you know, he he did a bad, a bad lead. It's a bad lead. Bad lead. It's a bad lead. I called no, him no, within no, the week. No, it was a terrible. It's lead. Not a bad lead. It's a bad bad sale process, right? So, but but we know this that in some cases the value system of the contractor is not in alignment with the business system, and that's where we plug in those automations. But I want to continue yeah. further because again, I was telling you about keeping score, and I know you know this principle, but again, I just want to voice it because it's so important. You were talking about touch points. If you're at 100, 100, 100, now you waited until the next day, 70, 70, 70, and you say, hey, well, what time can you come out? Well, I don't know when I can come out. It's probably going to be next Friday. I, you know, I got this job that I'm taking care of. Well, guess where they're at now? 30, 30, 30. Then when you get to there at the house and you do your estimate and you wonder why they don't want to pay you 10 grand to do their kitchen cabinets, all it took was those two little hiccups in the buying process for you to lose that. But guess what? If you capitalize on the emotion immediately, that's an automated text and email going right out. If you do that, now you're at 100, 100, 100 on stage two, right? And then from there, when you show up to the estimate on time, they have no reason to believe that you're anything different than what they originally thought. So you're still at 100, 100, 100. And when you price the job, they're looking at it with looking at you at 100, 100, 100, and you're giving yourself the best chance to win the job at the price you want. Is that all you follow? I know you follow me, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Back on that heat, bro. No, yeah, it's it's a hundred percent, man. They have momentum. They're they're excited and and they you know they lose it. So I, there's some statistic I read somewhere that a lead is essentially dead after fifteen after fifteen minutes. And 15 I, I think minutes. That's, 15, 15 oh, minutes. I think it's a slight I exaggeration. Put that on my, I'm going to put that on our landing page. It's a slight exaggeration, <laughs> I believe, but that lead has has become a lot colder in just 15 minutes. It, wow. if five minutes is max, the amount of time that you need to be reaching wow. out to them, like really within 60 seconds. And I know that that's what Drip Jobs that's does. Crazy. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm putting it on the landing page. But 15 minutes and it's dead. But yeah, you end up, like you said, you, you know, you start at hundred you go to 70, you go to 30. And what you're doing is you're just making your, you're just basically putting yourself back in the ring, you know, with everybody, with every other company. That no, but what's, that what's mind blowing is, is that the, the, the idea that the, co the contractor has is, well, they're cheap. The, the marketer I hired sucks and no one wants to pay me top dollar and I can't grow my business this way. Let me try something else. And it's like, if you don't fix that thing right there. You know, yeah. if you don't understand that concept, you've got to be a good buyer. Yeah. You've got to understand that process. You got to go through the process. And I think a, a big misconception that a lot of painting contractors have is they think that they run a painting company. You don't run a painting company. You paint. You offer paint. That's a service. What you really need to run is a, is a sales and marketing company that that offers painting as a service. Yeah. Because ultimately, if you if they you. You, you are literally competing as the homeowner themselves. The homeowner themselves, right. oftentimes, not, not with everything, obviously, but with a lot of these just interior, exterior paint, they could go do it themselves if they really wanted to. So how, how do you run a painting company? How is that really what you run? What, what you run is, is you sell them peace of mind. You take care of it for them. You, you run the fact right. that, that they don't have to worry about it. They don't have to figure out how to do it, take the time to do it, to think about whether or not they're going to screw it up. They're paying you for peace of mind. So you run a sales and marketing company, 
that you're selling them peace of mind and what you're providing is a service of pain. And I think when you start to think about it that way, you don't just show up and know, I'll give an estimate, they'll take it or leave it. I'll give an estimate, they'll take it or leave it. No, much of your work should have already been done. The painting is just kind of the icing on the cake. That, that happens right. at the end, but you run a sales and marketing company. When you show up the estimate, that's your job up until then. And then through the estimate, that's your, that's, that is your company. The painting, it just, it could have, most of you guys subcontract anyway. It's not even your company. So that literally your your job is done. Then you have some quality control and you have some other stuff that you need to do. But it's a it's a mental shift that needs to happen if you really want to grow. If you want to stop being at 150, 250,000, you want to go to a million, several million. That's the shift that you have to make. I mean, I got heated about that. I get I get excited about that. No, part. I mean, I felt that. I like that. <laughs> no, it's important. I mean, it's like if you want to if you want to actually like own a business, you know, you yeah. really got to have the mindset of your customers. I think the best marketing is uh, through the eyes of, of your, of your audience and, and marketing yeah. always changes, right? Everything I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just interesting how that works, but you know, if you're so narrow focused on your own processes and, and all that, you kind of lose sight of how the market is always moving every moment. It's changing the way people buy soon. We might in five years have a conversation about how to freaking put ads in the, in the meta, you know, about how that's going to yeah. happen. I mean, yeah. just simply because clearly it's going to happen. It's just a matter of, will the market adopt to that? And how will the painting business respond? You I know, wonder when Amazon's going to start like, like, no, dude, my thing with Amazon, <laughs> no, I'm being honest. My thing with Amazon is, is, is VR, gro VR grocery shopping where you mm. go there and you, you, you get to experience walking through the aisles just like you would. And you just boop, click that one. Boop, boop, boop. Ah, man. You know? oh, man. And, then, yeah. and then, you know, and then boom, it's just delivered to you and you feel like you went to the, I mean, that's how, I mean, I feel like that's going to happen. You know, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I will, I'll actually go to the grocery store with my wife then. Yeah. Yeah. That. You know, yeah, you just like, check out. yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. Like, you're I'll like, go to the living room. It's fine. Yeah. She's like shopping and your, your VR's off. You're like frozen in the, uh, <laughs> like playing um, some shooting game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, there, there's a, there's one more topic I got to cover here. All right. Hey, and man. I really want, I really want to cover it because, uh, I feel like, you know, marketing is is like if you guys if you guys think of a um a push mower, right? A push mower. You, you ever you ever mow your lawn? I but yeah, I've mowed it quite. You a ever few have times. a push? You ever Don't push mow it anymore? Mower? Thank God. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. You ever yeah. you ever crank the cord and it just wouldn't kick, dude? Isn't that like the worst the feeling? Worst. Isn't it really like you're just pulling that thing and you just think I already didn't like mowing, so that just made it worse. Yeah, and it just made it worse. You think the more you pull that thing, it's just going to crank, right? Your business is the motor. Okay. Your business is the motor, right? And if you don't have marketing, the motor shuts off and it turns on when you get a lead come in organically through your website that you think people just go to because they just decide to type in random you know, websites. Right? You just hang a shingle outside your, your door. Yeah. It's like a physical office. You just hang a shingle and then people just line up actually. It's they just amazing. line up, right? It's, it's how it works, yeah. right? And it's like your business is the motor, right? And essentially without a steady flow, right? Essentially, I believe that the marketing is, you know, someone coming in and gassing up that mower to just keep it running, man, you know, keep it running. But every time it stops, you got to stop the mower, crank it back on again and stop it and crank it. And it's just like, that's what marketing is designed to do is keep the things moving. So everything else around you can continue to move because every time marketing stops, in other words, every time your own devices cease. Everything else stops around you. Production gets scarce. The pipeline slows down. Sales, really no conversions there. And then doubt creeps in. Growth doesn't happen. Marketing is 
the driving force of your business. And if you don't know how to do it, if we can rewind this back to the beginning of this, where you were talking about keywords and all these crazy things that I don't even know, if you don't know it, the time it's going to take you to learn it, master it, and keep up with how it changes, you're not going to have time to run your business. Hire someone to do it for you. Stop holding on to the money. Okay. And with that final thought, how do they find you brand? If you're the guy, if you're listening to, if you're listening to this and you like this guy, which I fully endorse, by the way, if you like this guy and you want him to talk with you about marketing, how does it happen, bro? Yep. Yeah. They can shoot me an email at Brandon at paintermarketingpros.com. Uh, you can okay. also check out, check out our website, paintermarketingpros.com. Uh, there you can actually watch a free demo of our process. Um, so you can just click watch the video and you can read all about our company. Um, or again, you can email me directly, Brandon at paintermarketingpros.com. Awesome. And then um, if you use coupon code Tanner. It's 100% off for <laughs> five years. You get, a, you get a cool book, actually. I have your book right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. That coupon right code here. sounds good. Coupon code close. Tanner. I keep it close. I love it's it, man. So I love it. Yeah. So this is, uh, that's Brandon here. Yeah. He's a published author and uh, yeah. maybe he'll hook you up with this book. Coo- so, you have to use coupon code Tanner though. You got to use coupon code Tanner. There's nowhere to put in the coupon code. You literally got to, to, have to say it or type. You got to talk to him and be like coupon code Tanner and just wait to see what he does. And you have to make it really <laughs> awkward. Um, thanks bro for, for joining us here. I hope everyone watching this got something out of this. I hope that if you're in your car, you literally just like pull over and go to, go to Brandon's website and, and, and get started because uh, you got to take action on things like this. I used to spend a lot of money on marketing and I gave it to the wrong people. I gave it to home advisor. I gave it to, it would have been great to have somebody one-on-one with me that can walk through my needs specifically that I could be like, yo, I need you to scale this up, scale this down. I need you to change this ad. These leads maybe are getting the wrong impression. Can you alter this? And I think when you have someone like that, you don't feel as though you're just, you know, you're, you're out of control. And I think, uh, having a guy that come in and do that is, uh, is huge. So hope you go out with, go with this guy, coupon code Tanner. He'll give you a free book. Thanks, Tanner. All right. I'll catch you later, man. See ya. Hey, hey, thanks so much for checking out the contractor secrets podcast. Stick around. I'm going to drop in a short testimonial, uh, that one of our awesome heavy hitters in drip jobs, uh, had agreed to give out for us. So if you want to hear a little bit about how drip jobs is helping contractors stick around, uh, for the end of this episode and you can listen in. What's up everyone. I'm here with Justina and Jordan of the busy bees. They've been so gracious to share a few minutes of their day to tell you guys how awesome drip jobs is, um, <laughs> for their business. Um, and I just kind of want to start off with you know, what were some of the things when we first started out that you were a little bit concerned about with adopting a new software? Because that's a big hurdle yeah, for a lot I of mean, companies. Yeah, I mean, for me, I for a long time, for many years, it was just me and one other person, you know, but I wanted right. to scale the business and grow it. And I knew I needed something um, that was more complex where we could keep everything yeah. in certain areas, you know, like just uh, communication wise. Um, so as a problem solver, I started thinking, you know, looking out there, different programs. And I had tried a couple and it didn't work. And then I had followed you with, you know, certain things that you've done over the years. Um, yeah. And then somehow I ran across drip jobs and then I realized it was you. And I was like, what are the odds of that? So that's so funny. it was specifically tailored to a painting business, which obviously yeah. what we yeah. are and the other programs didn't specifically tailor to what I needed. Um, yeah. So that was ultimately, it was like a done deal. And yeah. I, 
how's it working for you? I mean, you know, how's it working for you? I mean, a lot of people are skeptical about automation, you know, when it comes to automation, do you feel like it's saving you guys a lot of time? It is for sure. Um, the automation helps definitely. I like that we can tailor it, you know, specifically to what we need to say. If we need to edit things, we're allowed, you know, to do that, to go yeah. in there to make it easier. Um, cause some, you know, some businesses are different and with yeah. that accommodation, we can just tailor it to our customers and you know, it's working. The biggest thing I feel like that's helped us is that appointment booking link. So as a business yes. owner, again, like trying to problem solve, trying, <laughs> Everyone to save, loves that. trying to save money, you know, time, um, <laughs> We've just been making sure to send that booking link out every time we contact yeah. customer, even if it's customers on email, adopting well to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. They love it because a lot of people this day and age don't have time to call, maybe don't want to call. Um, right. and it might, you know, I think that it's helping us get more jobs. Um, yeah. and ultimately it just shows the customer that we mean business. They're like, you know, here's the right. calendar. And it, I like the fact though, for that, the booking link on drip jobs, because they get to tell us what exactly. their right. availability is so there's you know and we yeah. can plug that in based on our schedule whereas other um calendar booking apps like they just i didn't feel like it worked as well for my personal yeah. business and my it's schedule. funny people so, never know when they can do an estimate when they call you they have to be like all yeah. right well, hold on let me look at my calendar exactly. it's like did you not yes. expect me to ask you yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> you know so it's funny that you know you send them the link um jordan yeah, let me ask you i mean <laughs> How's it been for you kind of just being able for Justine to pass the ball to you having the software as your central spot to jump in. You guys are huge on notes, right? So you're the reason yes. you put the notes, you know, Justine, wait, first, let me put these two <laughs> are like my sidekicks because they're <laughs> like my eyes and every day or every other day I get a message, yeah. like change this, tweak this. Exactly. And I love it. You know, I don't like think it's personal. I really do. And then I'm like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, surprise. Exactly. Like, hey, and surprise, thing, we put you know? this here for you guys, you know, yeah. tell me yeah. what you think. So, so you're the reason we put the notes uh, section in the deal command yeah. center. Where you guys <laughs> yeah. yeah. And helpful. so what do you guys so think helpful. about that? Is that instead of like that other it's step, so you guys like that? Streamlined yeah. That way, yeah. We can, instead of having to click to Back the notes section to read the notes, right. it's right there. It's like, yeah. okay, scroll, scroll, awesome. scroll right there. Right. We go to what we need to go to next. We can also yeah. write correct me if I'm wrong, we can copy and paste emails or any other yes, very true. And the attachments if there's text. Soon we'll integrate we your emails. That. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I love no, that. it's been a godsend. Like, you know, I'm on the field a lot. I'm a go-go girl. So Jordan and Kimberly as well, obviously. Um, I throw things to them. So if I run across something and drip, I'm like, that's not right. I'm like, send it over to Tan, you know, but like Jordan and I Kimberly, try to figure it out before. Yeah. I'm like, well, we got to do this. I'm like, but we shouldn't have to go through like a thousand steps. I'm yeah. like, let yeah. me, let me message Tanner and his team, see what they say. It's if there's an yeah. easier way yeah. to do it that we're just not catching on to that. You know, our mission statement, we want to be an extension of your business. And I think like, that's our focus. You know, we're not perfect, but right. what business is, you know? We can yeah. tell you're really trying though. And I appreciate, you know, the intercom yeah. because you guys, even on off hours are getting back to us and you don't have to do that, you know, right. and we yeah. just want, ultimately we're problem solvers. That's at the end of the day, there's going to be things that come up that we have zero control yeah. over. There's going to be glitches, yeah. um, just like our business, there's going to be bumps in the road, you know, programming wise, there's probably more, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. but we're oh, being able to work bumps, with us, you bumps. know, it's been awesome. <laughs> and I, you bumps know, I just love to, yeah, I love to see how things are progressing, you know, with the program yeah. itself and we're utilizing everything that we can. So um, you like the new you know, proposal look, Justina, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Yep. Very yeah. cool. 
Yeah, you see I that you're like, review link. <laughs> oh, new button. You got a new button. Yeah, you got uh, uh, you got your review links populating in there. Yeah. Now, do you guys sell the jobs on the spot, or do you like to email the quote when when? Um, you if I can sell it on the spot, I do. Like yesterday, I had somebody yeah, I went in there sign. Okay. And they gave me like, it was great. Nice. Did you yeah. so like, you did you have them sign on like the iPad? Like, yeah, how did that work? Did they sign they the, they signed they on the like, iPad? They were nice. blown away by all the technology. Like, know, like, don't I worry. I, I, I normally yes. sign it a lot neater. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's okay. Mine looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been That's great. Cool. I'm really excited yeah. for the future. Um, I think given, you know, where I was in my business, it was a good step to take on at that time because it was our downtime. Yeah. You know, winter, you're a little so slower. We so we learned a lot of it while we had the time. And I'm grateful yeah. for that. And now you're just full speed. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And there's hundreds of customers. So we need drips to help yeah. us. How many, so how many, so how many customers do you guys think you'll serve this year? Ooh. I don't know. The projection based on numbers is, you know, it's going to be great. I mean, I'm really excited. It took 20 years to get to this point, but it's all Amazing. about teamwork, problem solving, yeah. and just making sure you, you know, you try to have a good attitude. While you're doing it. I love that. Have I love that. So yeah, I can't team, thank you guys team. enough. Keep becoming the teamwork, the camaraderie. Yes, you know, you guys are awesome. Hopefully, uh, next well, time we touch again. base, we can give you some more tips. <laughs> oh yeah, no, oh, I know they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, we're fixing that word in there. That originally thing, that thing is stuck out yes. to me. Was that you guys with the hand signed signature? So little things like that, you know, matter. Yeah. You know, I can't. Yeah. I study this software so much. It's almost like when you guys paint a house, right? And yeah. I paint too, so I know both sides. Right. But 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 when you guys paint a house, you're in that house all day. And then the customer will be like, hey, you I forgot know, something. You're so like, true. How did I not see that? Yeah, so you great. Know? Yeah. I totally get that so. because I'm a family too. So, so it makes total sense. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, we're packing up. But what about that? Okay. Like, how did I walk by that, you know, eight times yeah. and not see it? Yeah. You know, keep Once it coming. Once you stare at something for too long, you don't always see it. So you take a step back and you come back and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, it's funny. And that's been there for a while. So it's good. So thank you guys, of course. You're you know, welcome. I, I appreciate Thanks, you back for doing what you guys rock at. We'll see you soon. And uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do this again sometime. That sounds good. Yeah. Take We're care. For it. <laughs> Bye, Danny. Right. Thank you.